0: Asalamu alaykum, rahmatullah, he was Barakatuhu, alhamdulillahi, hamdan Kathiran, Tayyiban, Mubarakan fi, Wa salatu was salamul at a akmalani, ala nabina, Mohammed, ala alihi was sahibi, woman to be a home be a san in Ilayomadini, was salam at a sliman, Kathiran, Amabad, Hayakumullah, Bayakum, brothers and sisters. Uh, let's do this. We are going to. Start the discussion on the second hadith and the Arba'in and Nawawiya. And let me fix this PDF file quickly by removing all of these. There you go. That looks more legit. Right. Al hadithu al Thani. عن عمر رضي الله تعالى عنه أيضا قال بينما نحن جلوس عند رسول الله صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم ذات يوم إذ طلع علينا رجل شديد بياض الثياب شديد سواد الشعر لا يرى عليه أثر السفر ولا يعرفه منا أحد حتى جلس إلى النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فأسند ركبتيه إلى ركبتيه ووضع كفيه على فخذيه وقال يا محمد أخبرني عن الإسلام فقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم الإسلام أن تشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأن محمدا رسول الله وتقيم الصلاة وتؤتي الزكاة وتصوم رمضان وتحج البيت إن استطعت إليه سبيلا قال صدقت فعجبنا له يسأله ويصدقه قال فأخبرني عن الإيمان قال أن تؤمن بالله وملائكته وكتبه ورسله واليوم الآخر وتؤمن بالقدر خيره وشره قال صدقت قال فأخبرني عن الإحسان قال أن تعبد الله كأنك تراه فإن لم تكن تراه فإنه يراك قال فأخبرني عن الساعة قال ما المسؤول عنها بأعلم من السائل قال فأخبرني عن أماراتها قال أن تلد الأمه ربتها وأن ترى الحفاة العرات العالة رعاء الشاء يتطاولون, يتطاولون في البنيان ثم انطلق فلبثت مليا ثم قال يا عمر أتدري من السائل قلت الله ورسوله أعلم قال فإنه جبريل أتاكم يعلمكم دينكم الله أكبر كبيرا وَالْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ وَسُبْحَانَ اللَّهِ This hadith is magnificent. This hadith is comprehensive. This hadith is a jewel. This hadith is a treasure. This hadith is knowledge. This hadith is comprehensive knowledge, detailed knowledge, particular knowledge, specific knowledge. This hadith highlights so many things about our religion You will only understand how when we go over the actual sharh. But for now, uh, I owe you a translation. I owe you a translation. So, on the authority, and it was narrated by Muslim. Did I say Rawahu Muslim? On the authority of Umar also who said, One day while we were sitting with the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, there came before us a man with extremely white clothing and extremely black hair. Excuse me. There were no signs of clothing, uh, there were no signs of travel on him, Afwan, and none of us knew him. He came and sat next to the Prophet. He supported his knees up against the knees of the Prophet and he put his hands on his thighs. He said, Oh, Muhammad, tell me about Islam. The Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi said, Islam is to testify that there is none worthy of worship except Allah and that Muhammad is the Messenger of Allah. To establish the prayers, to pay the zakah, to fast Ramadan, and to make the pilgrimage to the house if you have the means to do so. He said, you have spoken truthfully. We were amazed that he asked the question and then he says that he had spoken truthfully. He said, tell me about Iman. He said, the messenger of Allah said basically, responded, it is to believe in Allah, his angels, his books, his messengers, the last day and to believe in the divine decree, both the good and the evil thereof. He said, you have spoken truthfully. He said, tell me about Ihsan. He, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa answered, it is that you worship Allah as if you see him. And even though you do not see him, you know he sees you. He said, tell me about the time of the hour. He, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa answered, the one being asked does not know more than the one asking. He said, tell me about its signs. He answered, the slave girl shall give birth to her master. And you will see the barefooted, scantly clothed, destitute shepherds competing in constructing high buildings. Then he went away. I stayed for a long time. Then the Prophet Sallallahu said, Oh Umar, do you know who the questioner was? I said Allah and His Messenger know best. He said it was Gabriel, Jibreel, who came to teach you your religion. Yani, you could see the amount of treasure that we've covered in this particular hadith. So let's go to the Sharh without any long, boring introductions from my, from my uh, end. قوله بينما نحن جلوس بينما هي بين ولكن زيدت ما فيها والأصل بين نحن فما زيدت للتوكيد Linguistically speaking the root of بينما is actually بين the ما, the ما has been added to the original root word in order to bring about emphasis In order to bring about emphasis وجلوس مبتدأ وخبره عند رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم From a uh, conjugational point of view Julus is muptada. It's almost like the subject of a sentence I know they have better translations for this grammar So I'm going to stay away from the translations The khabar The information regarding this muptada, Which is like the introductory word Is عند Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam وذات يوم ذات I fi ayyam That Meaning it's a, it's a random day It's a Unidentified days, not a particular day, just one of those days. It is used in the language in multiple ways. Sometimes it means that meaning the owner of the possessor of, النطاقين, the one who possesses the two the النِّطاقين, uh, or like for example, the kunya of uh, uh, Abu Bakr Siddiq was because he married the two daughters of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. I believe it was Ruqayya and Umm Kulthum. So he was called Nurain meaning the possessor of the two lights. Sometimes it's a, it's a like it's a pronoun. It becomes a pronoun meaning I've sold you the house which you have bought meaning it means which anyways that's all advanced language that you probably are not ready for but I just want to make sure that I don't skip anything either so bear with me thirdly this is all explaining how uh, that is used تكون على العوم. Sometimes it's the uh, unidentified uh, word that signifies uh, generality. كما في جملة الحديث ذات يوم وهذا Like in this Hadith ذات يوم meaning one of those days, one of those days. إذ علينا رجل. The man who appeared it is مبهم. means it's ambiguous. It is ambiguous. Uh, even though his physical appearance is that of a of a man in reality he is an angel in reality he is an angel meaning he's dressed with clothes that are extremely white the fact that he has very dark hair that means he is young he is young meaning he doesn't have any gray hair no signs of travel appear on him because his clothes are very white his hair is very black so there's no he's not dust he's not disheveled he doesn't have the 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 hardship that would be uh, associated with traveling especially back then especially in the desert it's not like you're uh, going you know uh, to the airport in a, in a taxi and then you take the shuttle to the terminal or to the to, to board the plane. Then you board the plane. I mean, you're not gonna have any signs of travel on you. And some people still manage to do that because it's all prestigious and 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 uh, you know premium travel. But if you were traveling in uh, on a horse, on a donkey, on a camel back then in the desert, you better believe it w- there will be signs of traveling all over your face and all over your, all over your clothes and all over your body and your hair. I said Abu Bakr, I said Uthman. Okay, my bad, my bad. Uthman ibn Affan. Did I really say Abu Bakr? The, the, the okay, subhanallah. Even though my in my mind I'm <laughs> I'm thinking Uthman ibn Affan. Uh that shows you how easily you could uh, be betrayed by your own tongue. Shukran. طيب uh, so that's a correction for you guys right there. Where was I? Now You cannot see the the signs of travel on them Travelers back then You could see the signs of travel on them His head is going to be disheveled All dusty His clothes will be unlike the ones who are sitting You know in in the city uh, And just relaxing This man You could not see any signs of travel on him so he's a stranger. He's not from the known people in the city. Therefore, he's a stranger. Until he sat near the Prophet. أي أي so he was very close. He was very close. He didn't say because he wanted to show the uh, the, the destination. So he's very close to the Prophet That's why he said Meaning the man placed his hands on his own thighs. So he said near the Prophet And he placed his own hands on his own thighs. Not on the Prophet's thighs This is because of extreme respect. So you want to you want to visualize Jibreel السلام, in the form of a man with very white clothes and very dark hair, very black hair, going near the Prophet السلام, and sitting and putting his own hands and his own thighs in a sign of utmost, utmost respect to the Prophet. Wakal and he said, Yeah Muhammad, oh Muhammad, يقول, اللَّهِ Ya he didn't say oh Messenger of Allah because he wanted to give the, the impression that he's a Bedouin. لأن الأعراب ينادون النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم باسم العلم. because the Arab Bedouins they were known for calling the Prophet by his first name. وأما أهل الحضر as for the people in the city, uh, the, uh, the, the the civilized people, فينادونه بوصف أو they used to call him by the description of prophethood or or messengership. so they would say either Ya نبي Allah أو يا رسول الله, or Prophet of Allah or Messenger of Allah أخبرني عن الإسلام أي ما هو الإسلام Tell me about Islam Meaning what is Islam أخبرني عنه Tell me about it فقال الإسلام أن تشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأن محمدا رسول الله So he said Islam is to bear witness and testify that there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah and that Muhammad is the Messenger of Allah تشهد أي تقر وتعترف بلسانك وقلبك Pay attention now to, to bear witness, meaning you testify, you admit, you confess with your tongue and with your heart. The tongue is insufficient. The tongue is insufficient. It has to be the tongue and the heart. وجل, Allah said, except one who bears witness with the truth while they know. You have to have this knowledge in the heart. Now the arab or the conjugation of la ilaha illallah can be something quite complicated to be honest with you. Nevertheless, let me see if we should cover it or skip it. الجنس. الجنس إلا... It's a lot of grammar that we don't need. Honestly, unless you guys know the basic grammar you've studied uh, maybe or something like this, all, all of this will be uh, sign language to you or or gibberish or some really uh, stuff that is, it's like me giving you a lecture about, uh, you know, uh, medicine and medical terminologies and, and you don't have any background in this. Like, what is this guy saying? What are the names of these medicines that I don't know? So I'm just going to, I'm going to skip that part for uh, practicality and for efficiency purposes. Now. The part that we want to focus on though, the bottom line in this conjugation is That there are other false gods There is no true god except Allah Uh, There are other gods, but they are false gods, they are not true gods And they have absolutely no right of divinity whatsoever تعالى, what indicates that تعالى, In Surah Al-Hajj Ayah 62 Allah says That is because Allah is the truth And that which they call on besides Him is the falsehood So Allah Azza wa Jal confirmed that there are other gods But He confirmed that true uh, deity and divinity being restricted to him, Subhanahu wa Taala. And that And you bear witness that Muhammad is the Messenger of Allah. And he didn't say that you bear witness that I am the Messenger of Allah. Even though the context indicates that that should have been the case because he's he's talking to him, meaning you would expect the Prophet to say. And that I am the Messenger of Allah. But mentioning it right there with that noun, in that form of the noun, as opposed to saying me, rather mentioning Muhammad, the proper noun, is actually more, there's more emphasis on it, and it's uh, more in honoring him Say Muhammad is, uh, Muhammad the son of Abdullah uh, from the Hashimi, uh, Qurayshi uh, or Qurayshi both are sound from the progeny of Ismail وليس من ذريتي Ismail رسول سوى and there isn't a prophet from the progeny of Ismail except the prophet Muhammad عليه السلام وهو المعني بقول الله تعالى عن Ibrahim وIsmail and he is the one intended in the statement of Allah عز و جل in re- regarding Ibrahim and Ismail رَبَّنَا وَبْعَثْ فِيهِمْ رَسُولًا مِّنْهُمْ يَتْلُو عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتِكَ Our Lord and send forth among them, a messenger from you who recites unto them your ayat. Rasulullah, rasulun bi ma'ana mursal. rasul means one who sent. huwa man awha ilayhi wa amara bih. And Rasool is one whom Allah Azza wa Jal has revealed unto this person a legislation and he commanded it to convey it and to act upon it. as أي تأتي بها قائمة تامة معتدلة تقيم الصلاة. استابد meaning you bring it upright complete and sound وكلمة الصلاة تشمل الفريضة والنافلة and the word salah here uh, includes both the obligatory and the, and the voluntary prayers وتأتي الزكاة تأتي بمعنى تعطي والزكاة هي المال الواجب بذله لمستحقه من الأموال الزكوية تعبدا لله so you give the zakah, the sheikh said zakah is the money or the wealth, let me use the term wealth, which is obligatory to be spent to its deservants from among the wealth that falls under zakah, seeking worship of Allah. وَهِيَ الذَّهَبُ وَالْخَارِجِ مِنَ الْأَرْضِ And that includes gold and silver and livestock and whatever the earth produces and business uh, uh, business transactions and uh, business uh, You know, entities Like if you have a property Or you have a place that you're renting Or a place that you're renting out A place that you want to sell And so on and so forth This is obviously an advanced complicated uh, subject Alhamdulillah وَتَصُومَ رَمَضَانَ أي تُمْسِكَ عَنِ muftirati To fast the month of Ramadan Meaning you refrain from the nullifiers of fasting From things that will invalidate your fast Seeking worship of Allah From sunrise until sunset I'm sorry, from fajr until sunset The root uh, linguistic meaning of Siyam is imsak, is to refrain or to withhold or to hold back. Ramadan is the popular, famous month that falls between شعبان and Shawal. So to to uh, to fulfill the pilgrimage. To make the pilgrimage. Meaning you seek the house. I.e. the house of Allah. The Haram. The Mecca. The Kaaba. In order to fulfill the Nusuk. The rites of Hajj. In a particular time. In a designated time. Again seeking worship of Allah. If you have the means to do so. The one who said. You've said, spoken truthfully. Is Jibreel. He needs a questioner. How is it that he's saying you've spoken the truth While he is the questioner The reason why this happened Because sadaqt uh, is being said to this one speaking Because the one being spoken to has knowledge previously That affirms that what that man has said is sound and correct وهو محل عجب and that is something that is amazing تعجب الصحابة كيف that's why the sahaba were amazed how does he ask him and then he says that you've spoken the truth لكن سيأتي إن شاء الله هذا but this will come inshallah explaining that in more detail shall come طيب شرح هذه الأركان الخمسة now we're going to into uh, into explaining those five pillars we're going to into uh, into explaining those five pillars الأول the first shahada to Allah ilaha illallahu wa anna Muhammadan rasulullah So the first one is the shahada wa huna here's a, a, a matter a, a discussion a subject to discuss limadha ju'ila ruknan wahidan why were those two made as a single pillar and they were not made as two separate pillars Without you guys looking, let's see if we can get some answers. Yalla. Oh, I'm, I'm finally reading the whole thing about Uthman Abu Bakr. I can't believe I said Abu Bakr. Subhanallah. Maybe I love Abu Bakr so much. What's the question, Pedro? Eh Pedro Rovio, eh, ¿qué pasa, amigo, porke, ¿Por no comprendre Arabico. English type. I said, Why are the two testimonies of faith? Why are they considered one pillar of Islam and not two pillars of Islam? Why isn't it the one pillar of Islam Ashadu Allah and the second pillar of Islam ashadu Muhammad Rasulullah? Why do we make the shahadatay in the two testimonies of faith as one pillar? Okay, we have one is without another. One complements the other. Mm. Abdullah Tarek in the house. That's it. Because you must believe in both for it to be complete. Let's see. Because if you have one... And not the other, it's useless. But, but that's uh huh because they are interconnected, because one won't count without the other, mashallah. One does not fulfill except another ta'ib. Khalas. Khalas. Hey, Muhammad brought the law that clarifies Allah's oneness. Tamam, Tamam. Tamam. You don't believe Allah is the only one to be worshipped if you don't believe Muhammad is a prophet of Allah. Jameel, 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 Ahsantum. Ahsantum. Bravo, bravo, brother, sister. Okay. The truth is, the answer is the shahada, the testimony of those two, is that upon which all of the deeds are based in terms of validity. The validity of your deeds are based upon those two. لأن شَهَادَةَ أَنْ لَا إِلَهَا إِلَى اللَّهُ تَسْتَلْزِمِ الأخلاص. The testimony of لا إِلَهَا إِلَى اللَّهُ Oh. Oh, okay. The shahada that لا إِلَهَا إِلَى اللَّهُ necessitates sincerity. وَشَهَادَةُ أَنَّ مُحَمَّدَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ تَسْتَلْزِمُ الْإِتِّبَاعِ And the testimony that Muhammad صَلَّى اللَّهُ عليه وسلم necessitates following وَكُلُّ Every deed in which nearness to Allah is sought is unaccepted except with those two conditions. الإخلاص لِلَّهِ Sincerity to Allah الله الله And following the Prophet So the Shaykh's answer was quite uh, different than yours, but yeah, all of them, inshallah, they complement each other. ومعنى أن تشهد الله إله إلا الله أي أن يعت يعتبر الإنسان بلسانه وقلبه بأنه لا معبد حق حقا إلا الله عز وجل. Uh, and the idea or the meaning of the testimony that لا إله إلا الله means that the person considers with his with his tongue and with his heart. That there's no one who's truly worshipped rightfully except Allah the Exalted and Might. ashhadu means I I admit or I confess with my heart and I articulate and utter with my tongue. Because shahada is an an uttering and telling what's in the heart. وإذا كان الشاهد بقلبه أخرس لا يستطيع النطق فإنه يكفي إقراره بِقَلْبِهِ العجز. and if the one who bears witness of لا إله إلا الله is is mute, he's unable to pronounce it or say it with his tongue, then it is sufficient for him to have it in his heart because of inability. والشهادة باللسان لا تكفي بدليل أن المنافقين يشهدون الله عز وجل بالوحدانية ولكنهم يشهدون بألسنتهم. And the shahada with the tongue is insufficient, meaning if it's not also in the heart. But by uh, by virtue of the fact that the hypocrites they bear witness, they bear witness and testify for Allah, for Allah's oneness. However, they do so with their with their tongues only. They say with their tongues that which is not in their hearts. So it does not benefit them. وهم يأتون إلى رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يؤكدون أنهم يشهدون أنه رسول الله. and they come to the Prophet and they, they testify and they bear witness before him that he is the messenger of Allah والله يعلم أنه رسول الله. and Allah knows that he is the messenger of Allah ولكنه سبحانه يشهد أن المنافقين لكاذبون Yet Allah عز bears witness that the hypocrites are liars do you guys know those that the last sentence and a half are from where? The last sentence and a half are from where? From where in the book of Allah or from the sunnah of the Prophet wasallam? do we find, I know you know. Do we find those words or those words similar to them with some minor variation? Yalla guys, don't make me wait three minutes every time for a small answer. Ah, mashallah. Masha'Allah. تمام سورة أيوة. good, good, good. جود good. At least, at least We have the last few memorized ما شاء الله تبارك الله خلاص طيب حلو لا ولا إله إلا الله أي لا معبود حق إلا الله وبتقديرنا الخبر حق. so there's none uh, worthy of worship in truth except Allah in our estimation the Sheikh said uh, the khabar of this is haq. This answers the problematic question How do we say there's no God but Allah Quote unquote, There's no deity but Allah Even though there are other gods Which are being worshipped besides Allah And Allah had called them gods وسمّ And it, their worshippers The worshippers of those deities Also called them a deity قَالَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَا Allah said فَمَا أَغْنَتْ عَنْهُمْ آلِهَتُهُمُ الَّتِي يَدْعُونَ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ مِن شَيْءٍ Subhanallah Very important brothers and sisters Hud ayah 101 فَمَا أَغْنَتْ عَنْهُمْ آلِهَتُهُمْ Their gods did not suffice them From Allah in anything Their gods which they used to call on besides Allah Did not suffice them in anything So Allah called them آلِهَة فَمَا أَغْنَتْ عَنْهُمْ آلِهَتُهُمْ تمنعهم من دوننا or do they have a gods that will be able to protect them from us لا نصر أنفسهم ولا, ولا هم they cannot even aid themselves وقال تعالى ولا مع الله آخر and do not call on with Allah another god الخبر في لا إله إلا الله نقول هذه الله آله so we say those gods that are being worshipped besides Allah are gods, but they are false gods. They are not true gods. And it does not have any right of divinity in anything. What indicates that is the statement of Allah. That is because Allah is the true one. And that which they call on besides him are the false ones. That And Allah is the most lofty and the greatest. If a polytheist comes to an idol, to a sculpture, to a statue, whom he worships, and he bows before it, and he prostrates and he starts, uh, he feels uh, humbled and he's in a state of tranquility and, and, and uh, sincerity. And he might even uh, faint. His worship is false. And the one who is worshipping is false as well. Who does this apply to the most in the world? Cristiano Ronaldinos? Yeah. The Christians. The Christians are the famous actors. The biggest actors in the world are the Christians. With their uh, stunts that they uh, do in their churches with all this you know especially when they bring one of those uh, magician priests who you know uh, shake something and then the people start you know getting electrocuted of course the Sufis learn this from from who they learn from the kuffar the Sufis do the same thing you see the the sheikh you know his peers are there massaging his foot and coming and kissing his foot and making sujood before him and he he does something to them and they start having these satanic moments where they jump around like monkeys. Yani, uh, this is all all from Christendom. As people have lost their mind, man. Uh, or, you know, they they bring someone on a wheelchair who, who literally walk to the event, like walk to the event, then they put them on a wheelchair and then they pretend that this person was handicapped and then the priest will come and say, <laughs> and he goes like this and the guy gets up walking. Everybody's like, oh! yani come on man كله باطل it's all battle they lie and they they uh, uh, cheat and they fool the people and they call this religion and our sufi brothers are the most the, the biggest losers and the biggest fails in, in 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 the muslim world are the sufis because they they are an embarrassment to islam like if you want to look at groups that are embarrassing, the most two embarrassing groups of people are the Shia, if we are to consider them Muslims in the first place, and the Sufis. I always wonder, like when a Christian or a Jew or a Hindu or a Buddhist or some some disbeliever, when they when they watch, uh, 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 you know, some of these Shia uh, on on uh, Ashura, you know, beating themselves with the chain and. Uh, oh, 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 oh. Oh, they cut themselves and they start bleeding and they have like a fountain of blood oh, coming out of their head, and you know it's like, if if you like, what does the kafir think? You know, like what is he gonna think? Say, oh wow, I should join Islam A.S.A.P. This looks like a lot of fun. Like, don't you think just merely seeing them be like, dude, these people are crazy. What in the world is this? uh it's ajib yeah it's it's such a such a distraction and a turn off from from islam uh, and the Sufis are the same it's embarrassing there you go they are an embarrassment embarrassment to the Ummah and then and the funniest thing of all is that they have the nerve and the audacity to point fingers at others <laughs> say Wahhabi Wujasima <laughs> <laughs> Wahhabi you're uh, don't you make Islam look bad because you believe that Allah is a man? It's like, whoa, hey, 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 me believe Allah is a man, yeah. <laughs> uh, billah yeah, anyways, man, we can go on forever and ever talking about this, but that's not the objective today. A Shahid Kaifa هنا أحبتي في الله hey الله. الله so the term Allah is a proper noun uh, referring to the Lord exalted and in might none is given that name but him and is the most the most fundamental of the names of Allah that's why all the other names of Allah come consequential to this one. وَلَا يَأْتِي تَابِعَ الْإِسْمَاءِ إِلَّا فِي أَيَّةِ وَحِدًا And it never comes, it never comes uh, uh, as the as the second to the names of Allah except in one ayah. وَهِيَّ قَوْلُ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى It's the statement of Allah Azizu Zansoor Ibrahim إلى صراط الله العزيز الحميد الله الذي له ما في السموات وما في الأرض To the path of the, the mighty, the, praise, the praiseworthy Allah, the one to whom belongs what is in the heavens and what is on earth. لَكَنْ Karim إِسْمِ الْكَرِيمِ هُنَا بَدَلْ مِنَ الْعَزِيزِ وَلَيْسَ الْصِفَةِ uh, But here the 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 term Allah Azza wa Jal here is, is a replacement for from Al-Aziz And it is not the attribute of Allah لَأَنَّ جَمِيعَ الاسماء إِنَّمَا تَكُونَ إِسْمِ الْعَظِيمِ All of the names of Allah come after the main, the first common and the most fundamental name of Allah So you say Allah Ar-Rahman, Bismillah Rahmanir rahim Here you go, that's the, that's the example Bismillahir اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنِ الرحيم. You don't say بِسْمِ الرَّحْمَنِ اللَّهِ الرَّحِيمِ For example The name of Allah عز وجل always comes first And it's followed with the other names and attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Tamam? مسألة هَلْ هذه الشَّهَادَةَ تُدْخِلُ الْإِنسَانِ فِي الْإِسْلَامِ Does this testimony admit someone to, to Islam? الجواب The answer نعم تُدْخِلُهُ فِي الْإِسْلَامِ حَتَّ لَوْ ظَنَنَّ أَنَّهُ قالها Yes, it will, this statement, just uttered in the statement, will admit someone into Islam even if he's saying it to protect himself. We will protect his wealth, his blood, and his wealth by merely saying it. Even if we thought that he is lying when saying it, this is very important. So if a person were to say, La ilaha illallah, because uh, as we will see in the story of Usama. Let's deal with the story of Usama. The evidence is the story of the polytheist who was finally caught by Usama bin Zayd. May Allah be pleased with them. المشرك, when the mushrik was running away. فلما أَدْرَكَهُ Usama بِالسَّيْفِ When Usama finally caught him and he had the sword right at his neck, قَالَ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ He said, لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا الله. And he had just, this was in a battlefield. He had just been killing all the Muslims. Usama, so Usama killed him in spite of him doing Saying it because he assumed That the man just said it in order to Protect himself from being killed He said it so that he, he doesn't get killed فقتله. So he killed him When he told the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam about this incident He started repeating bada قالَ لا la Did you kill him? After he said La ilaha illallah ya He said, Oma oh, swalla he only said it to protect himself. you read the Prophet to repeat. did you kill him? After he said La ilaha illallah. He said, I wish I had not accepted Islam before that day. Meaning I wish I was still free from sin and free from this responsibility and that I became Muslim later so that I don't have to bear the consequences of this particular act. Because of how much من shiddati ما وجد Because of the severity of what he found from the Prophet ﷺ's reaction. And I have used this hadith many times and you have to be very careful many times when dealing with takfiris and when dealing with people that are hasty in declaring kufr against other Muslims for a statement that they say or for a misunderstanding of the religion that they may have. Here you have a classic example how important it is not to be hasty with passing takfir on people. The man was in a battlefield. He just finished killing Allahu Alam. How many Muslims? Usama Anhu finally got a hold of him. It is clear from the context this man is trying to protect his life. So he, in spite of that, the Prophet وسلم, kept telling him, and la ilaha illallah." Did you kill him after he said La ilaha illallah? So today. You have people that say la ilaha illallah. But have all kinds of issues. And you find some Muslims who say oh khalas. This statement that you're outside of Islam. Ya akhi, asbir شوي, Be patient. Let the people of knowledge deal with these matters. Barakallahu fiq. Barakallah Don't dig a hole for yourself. Look at Usama. How scared he was. And how worried he was. Are you? Are you like him today? Wallahi, those people have don't even think twice about passing takfir against entire rulers, entire governments. Ya yeah, akhwan, not only an individual, they tell you this entire government with in, its entire force, with its entire police department, with its entire army, because all of them support the kafir ruler, all of them kuffar. And if you don't think they're kuffar, you are a kafir also like them. Adi, To them, Adi, And then he continues sipping on his coffee. <laughs> like... عادي يعني So what? Uh, they're all kuffari Eish al-mushkila? Eish al-mushkila? أنت mashakil كل baba لنفسك. mashakil This is why we're having We've been having this back and forth Even our greatest enemies We still make qualifying statements Or we qualify our statements with If this and if that We don't rush to pass takfir on people because it's a very serious matter. إِذَنْ لَيْسَ لَنَا إِلَّا الظاهر. And I've had those occasions, by the way. I remember uh, people coming to the Da'wah Center back when I worked at the Da'wah Center. يعني, uh, 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 some Muslim sister met this uh, kafir somewhere, you know, I don't know, whatever they met. And, you know, Alhamdulillah, at least they're choosing the halal option. They want to get married. And the dude would come to the Da'wah Center to say, how do I become Muslim and where can we get married? And I'm thinking, dude, like, hello? like it's obvious that you're trying to become muslim so you can get married like it doesn't look like islam was your the first thing on your mind the first thing on your mind is the lady with you uh but you know you know and she, he knows according to the law she he cannot marry her if she doesn't become muslim so now he'll do whatever it takes for that marriage to take place and even though i believe 99.99% that he's not sincere in his islam I can't say, oh, what a hypocrite you are. You're just trying to marry our sister. Get out of here. Nope. I acted like it was all good. And I figured, hey, I have an opportunity to give him dawah. Let me give him dawah. So I say before, you know, how you become Muslim. I need to explain to you some things about Islam. And then you repeat the shahada with me. And then you can go to the court and, and handle your business. So I would use that opportunity to actually give him dawah. And what do you know? Maybe he would be like, oh, okay, this is great. I do want to become a Muslim for real now. Not just for the marriage. Not just for the lady. So, you know, we can't. We only have to go. We deal with the apparent. We have nothing but the apparent. Even if we thought that most probably he said it just to protect himself, it protects him. If he were to apostate, however, afterwards, we would kill him. <laughs> this would happen from the uh, soldiers of the disbelievers. When the Muslims will take them as war captives, قالوا من أجل أن من القتل. They will say we become Muslim just so they can protect themselves from being killed. المجاهدون ويقولون أن هال... بعد أن قالوا لا إله إلا الله أم لا. So the Mujahideen back then, they would ask the scholars, do we kill these people now that they've said La ilaha or not? No. The Hadith of Usama indicates that they don't; they are not to be killed, but they are to be observed. ردة, if they apostate, you kill them, because as soon as they testify uh, with La ilaha illallah they are obliged not to fulfil the uh, pillars of Islam, the, rulers, the rulings of Islam. إلا but if a kafir, he says La ilaha illallah but he does not bear witness that Muhammad is the Messenger of Allah. فلا يكفيه ذلك حتى يقول أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسوله It is not sufficient for him until he says I bear witness that there is no deity worthy of worship but Allah And that Muhammad is the messenger of Allah وعلى هذا فالكافر يدخل في الإسلام بمجرد أن يقول لا إله إلا الله So according to this the disbeliever will enter Islam by merely saying لا إله إلا الله uh, لا إله فإذا كان لكنه ينكر But if he says it while he denies the messengership of the Prophet فلابد أن يضيف إليها. So it becomes obligatory on him to add أن محمد رسول الله that Muhammad is the messenger of Allah. وفي الحديث الشريف, in the noble Hadith, لا إله إلا الله وأني رسول الله. The Prophet said, call them to, worship, uh, to bear witness that there is no deity worthy worship but Allah, and that I am the messenger of Allah. And that is known from the Rasul. This is known by necessity from the religion of the Prophet and something that the Ummah has agreed upon. Allah The first thing that the people are, are uh, commanded to do is to bear witness that there's uh la and that Muhammad is the of Allah. And with that. The disbeliever becomes a Muslim. ألا إلا ذلك, and if he is a Muslim, and he be witness that La ilaha illallah, and he dies upon that, فإنه يكفي لقول النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم then it will be also sufficient for him because of the statement of the Prophet ﷺ. من كان آخر كلامه من الدنيا whoever's last speech in this world, in this world, is La ilaha illallah, دخل الجنة he will enter Jannah. May Allah make us among them. الله الله because that dead that, that person that dead person he already bore witness that Muhammad والسلام, was the messenger of Allah and he had no problem with that whatsoever and I'm surely over the time allocated for the class we will leave that till next time inshaAllah taala and see what y'all got The questions are typed and ready in the pipeline. Uh, yesterday, I made, a, uh, I made a mistake. I want to correct it. Uh, yesterday, uh, I was asked about uh, a person scratching their uh, testicles. And uh, they are, while there's a difference of opinion among the scholars, the, the vast majority of the scholars do not consider the testicles to be part of the private part in that sense. So therefore, if you were to do so, it does not nullify you do nah. Somebody brought it to my attention, La Khair. Nah, Yalla, let's go. Zakir Naik did create a lot of confusion when he tried to make up similarities between Hinduism, Buddhism, and Islam, right? This led to a lot of confusion. Do you know anything about it? No, I don't. Uh, I don't know about it, but you know, that's usually the case when people use comparative religion as their approach to Islam without having proper knowledge of Islam. Nah. In my school, they play the Qatari National Anthem after school assemblies finish. And they request the students to stand up for the anthem. Standing then haram considering the anthem contains music, but the wording itself is okay. Um, From what I know, you may not stand for the National Anthem. That's what I know. Allahu A'lam. Ustad, can I start CrossFit by myself without any trainer? No. No, Pedro. Mucho, mucho peligro. Dangero. It's dangerous, Habibi, because you do need a coach to guide you in terms of how to make and execute the moves. And if you were to watch Google or uh, YouTube for example, if you're able to find something halal, you're still going to have a problem in the sense that when it comes to the uh, implementation the YouTube trainer is not going to be able to see you say, hey Pedro, you're doing this the wrong way. You have to do this, you have to do that. It's very difficult to, to just watch someone do it and do it the same way. It takes a lot of uh, practice. So no, do not start CrossFit on your own. Next. Uh, is Abu Hanifa an Imam of the Salaf or not? Why does Sheikh Muqbil bin Hadi say that he's not? It's important because many of his quotes and teachers are found in books of knowledge. Imam Abu Hanifa, Rahim Allah, is definitely from the Imams of the Salaf. Nevertheless, he did have issues a lot of issues that the scholars have highlighted. And there's, there are two extremes. Those who completely uh, you know, speak ill of him. And those who uh, almost glorify him and almost deify him. Like the hardcore Hanafis. Um, so our balanced approach is that we acknowledge the imam of Imam Abu Hanifa. But we disagree with him on a number of matters uh, pertaining to Aqeedah uh, and Fiqh. Naam. But that's for advanced for the students of knowledge. You don't need to know about all that. Uh, yes, I know of Sheikh Haytham Sarhan. I don't know him personally, but I know of him. Naam. Will you ever give lectures like you did back in the days? They're now needed more than ever. Watch pretty much all the previous on YouTube. Barakallah, fikum fiku barakallah. Wallahi, no. And yes, if you mean by the old lectures back when I worked at the Dawah Center and I lived in Jeddah, and we had the International Medical Center where we gave lectures, then no, because all of these are currently not present. The location can no longer be used. I no longer live in Jeddah, and I no longer work at the Dawah Center. However, I said yes, because I'm supposed to go to Malaysia, inshallah, in March, and those require the Malaysian lectures, which are also prepared for and presented on stage, with a big crowd, which is how I roll, which is what I like. Not this YouTube, not this microphone, this camera stuff in front of me, and you guys just typing stuff on the other side of the world. I like to engage with my uh, uh, my attendees and my uh, uh, people. The you know the the people that I'm 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 giving dawah to, my audience. So, uh, inshallah, there will be something along those lines uh, biizn- next month when I'm in Malaysia if everything goes well and Allah allows me to go there and give those lectures. The third option is that I eventually retire from work and I don't have to work anymore and then I have all the time in the world to prepare for lectures and give lectures, you know, find some venue and, and go like back in the day. But that's going to take some time, Allah. Now, what is the sunnah in when visiting a dead relative at the grave uh, that you make dua for that person you make the you give the the first you make the dua of visiting a graveyard which you can find in the book the muslim fortress and then you can make dua for that dead person at the grave and then you turn around and keep moving now don't walk on the graves also uh you're wa wa in the funeral prayer when you're making dua for the deceased, is it permissible to do it in another language or must be in Arabic? No, do it in Arabic. This is salah. This is a salah, and it's not like you're doing sujood, do it in Arabic and memorize it in Arabic. Now, what is the difference between the judicial methodology of Al Hadith and Ahlul Rai in fiqh? Can you recommend me some book on it? Yeah, Muhammad Ali Inta, you are the most advanced attendee we have all the time, mashaAllah Tabarakallah. I suggest that you keep that question to Sheikh Abdul Aziz Al Haqqan. And let him ask Sheikh uh, uh, Tahiri about it as well. Naam. Uh, BarakAllah. Did he place his hand on the Prophet's thighs or his? Uh, he placed his hands on his own thighs. Not on the thighs of the Prophet wasallam. He placed his own hands on his own thighs. Ri'a is the shepherds. The shepherds. And we will come to that inshallah at the end. Now. Hamza Yusuf. Said wife only has to obey husband in their rights. Example he has to shelter her. So when he asks. We're moving out she has to obey. But all the rest not obligatory. Well may Allah guide Hamza Yusuf to Islam. The Islam that Prophet Sallam brought. Not the Islam that other people came up with. Wow that's next level right there. Wow. I wonder what kind of marriage that would look like. Uh, ما هي ش- الكتب you already mentioned you have uh, of course the the al and you have the seer of uh, you have ibn hisham those are the ones i'm familiar with but ar rahik al-maqtum is surely much easier than ibn than hisham i'm not familiar with this new book al-lu'lu' al man man allafahu man al-mu'allif n'am wa alaykum assalam rahmatullah if qadar if qadar in you if qadar in you and you feel sorry what like if i was just like if i was just didn't do it or such, two x. So we'll have sin for that. We know if. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> what is this man? Guys, you wait this whole time to ask a question. You you couldn't you couldn't pay some attention to what you're saying. I, I wanna I wanna help you, but I don't understand. Wallah. If power in you, what power Qadr. And you feel sorry, like if I was just didn't do it, or such. I don't know. Okay, next question. This one needs a translator and an interpreter. How much hair is obligatory to cut during Umrah and Hajj? Uh, you need to uh, you need to shorten. The sunnah is to shave If you don't shave You need to shorten an equal amount From your entire head There is, there. From what I know It could be uh, very small But it has to be from your entire head Not like some people do A little bit from here A little bit from there A little bit from the back No It's proper haircut Where you actually trim your entire hair Now nah. The best option is the shaving It's more rewarding Prophet made dua Three times for the muhalliquin And only once for the muqassirin Nah. Usted, what are the virtues and the reward of working as an imam or a muazzin or a jum'ah khatib of a mosque especially of a salafi al hadith mosque where in the world can can we become rich anywhere in the world well I don't know if you can become rich from that job no, Unlike, very unlikely that you'll become rich from being an imam or a khatib, unless you have your own business where you make money on the side and this job uh, is this something that is a job, you know, it's, it's just more of like you do when you're doing your, fulfilling your obligation. Well, the virtue for each is different. They're not one virtue. The, For example, the Mu'adzin, um, the Imam, he he gets the reward of all the people that pray behind him. The Mu'addin gets the reward and everything that hears his adhan testifies from on Yom Al-Qiyamah uh, that he called the adhan. The khatib will get the reward of educating all these Muslims. So all of the people that follow his advice it's in his book of deeds, so uh, yeah, he, the virtue is beyond words. It's, it's, it's next level, mashallah. Amin, uh, I mean, Rab, Could you comment on the Salafia Dawa project you're working on? Also, can I send you some excellent coffee from California? Ooh, I don't want to take advantage of your kindness, Joshua. Uh, I love coffee, and I used to live in California, so that would be uh, quite a mix. But I think it would it would be uh, burdensome for you to send me coffee all the way from from the U.S. So I don't want to burden you with that. Zaka khair for the offer, nevertheless. Um, I cannot comment on it yet because it's still work in progress (W.I.P.). Um, you will know about it once we get that to that point, inshallah ta'ala. We you will know about it once we get to that point, inshallah ta'ala. But like again, it's trying to bring. Salafi du'at and and speakers and students of knowledge together, so we could work on on creating a big platform of English or of knowledge in English for them for for the people, as opposed to uh, refutations and refutations and refutations, which are important, which will continue inshallah, but the focus should shift to disseminating. Uh, beneficial knowledge that the scholars in the Arabic world, in the Arab world have put out there and it has not been uh, effectively or or uh, successfully or accurately translated into English so that the English-speaking people will benefit from it. That's the project in a nutshell. Now, what is the correct understanding of the ayah that's because we know that the uh, uh the shuhada, uh, even though they die in the sense in the, in the worldly life they have a special uh, uh, place with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that their their souls are in the, uh with birds that are uh you know flying around in jannah so they have they have a special uh, they have a special place with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they have a special status with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that's it the, يعني, when, what, meaning don't don't grieve over the death of a shaheed because what he what he has in front of him and ahead of him is, is far better than what would be for the regular person can I read daily to my child for protection and what can you advise on disciplining toddlers can you read daily? Uh, read what the athkar. What can I read daily? Okay, so you have, you put your hand on the child and you say, min uh, kulli uh, Um, that's one dua. Uh, you recite uh, Surah Al-Ikhlas and al al-Nas." You can recite Surah Al-Fatiha because it's a uh, ruqya. You can recite Ayatul Kursi. And you'll find a bunch of ad'iyah uh, that you can find in the book, The Muslim Fortress. Now, uh, as for disciplining toddlers, <laughs> if you find a solution, tell me about it, please. One way is to hang them. From some sort of light in, in, a, in the bedroom. But that's extreme. Uh, Al Islam Productions waited for you to have a discussion with them. Why are you still silent, Aki? Uh, wa alaikum sir. I answered that last time, Habibi. Uh, Al Islam Productions, Aki, they're liars. Those brothers are liars. May Allah Azza wa Jal guide them and forgive them. I'm very disappointed. The reason why, because I want to focus on more important things. But just to give you an example, yesterday, uh, because I'm subscribed to their channel, I got a notification uh, where they said that the senior Salafi scholars are confused about the quality of sukut, silence being a, an attribute of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this deceptive liar, which I've never seen any, anything like in my life, proceeded to go on for 16 minutes claiming that Ibn Taymiyyah and Ibn Baz and Ibn Uthaymeen, all of them were inventing an attribute of Allah known as silence. And not once did he mention that it's based on a hadith of the Prophet wasallam. Not once did he mention that they, even Ibn Taymi, rahimahullah, he, he, he declared ijma' ijma' on the subject matter. Because the hadith of the Prophet that there are things that are halal and there are things that are haram and there are things which Allahu sakata anha. Allah was silent regarding them, so don't ask about them. So don't ask about them. So the uh, the hadith is sahih, and so because of this uh, uh, description given by the Prophet sallallahu to Allah that Allah was silent about something, Ahlus Sunnah wal said that Allah is described with the quality of kalam speaking and the quality of sukut, the quality of being silent. This liar. Did not mention the hadith once and claimed that these Salafis claim that they only believe what Allah said about Himself and what Prophet said about Him. But here they are—they're they're inventing an attribute that comes nowhere in the in the Islam. It has no resource in Islam. It has no no reference. No, there's no reference for it. And even when he was quoted, some other Sheikh who felt otherwise and he knew that he was going to trap himself, he played around with the words. He played around with the words that saying that then those who say that because of this word, some scholars understood that it means Allah be silent and they have a wrong understanding. He couldn't once say that it's actually based on a hadith from the Prophet ﷺ. This is a level of lies and uh, and deception that these people put forward. So really giving them any more attention. And even their whole discussion about uh, you know the julus, the sitting of Allah on the arsh, and the discussion with bin Uthaymeen, I've already given them the answers, which they didn't understand. And all I did was say, "Okay, oh, they're so dumb, I'm going to dumb it down for them even more to understand. Now I'm realizing, those people are just a bunch of fools. Did they not say that they have 101 mistakes for me in Arabic that they're going to put out there? Where is it? Where's the video that has 101 mistakes in Arabic that I have? That never came out. So these people are actually draining, and they are a waste of time. They're not worthy of attention. And wallah. Well, al-Azim. They are not. I was having fun with them. Let me be very clear. I was having fun with them, and some students of knowledge told me, "It's, it's. You're wasting your time with these people. You are actually what, you, what you're doing is not right." So I, I stand corrected. I take advice from people of knowledge when they tell me that your approach is not good. So I hold back. I hold back. So I'm not going to give them any more attention. But I'm telling you. They are, if they weren't liars, if they were sincere and genuine people, then we could have an academic discussion. But when people constantly lie against the Salafi scholars, they lie against bin Baz and bin Uthameen Albani, then you're dealing with sick minded people that are just going to waste your time and act foolishly. And they're not really deserving of any more attention or any more consideration. That's it. They can keep waiting, inshallah. Let them think that I'm, let them consider that I'm still in Turkey. Is it permissible to seek forgiveness for the man who was killed or refer to him as a companion? Of course you could seek forgiveness for a man who was killed. Why not? Huh? Ah, the man who was killed. Allahu A'lam, Habibi. I don't know what the scholars have said about that. Now nah. Hey, That's a lot of Q&A we need to go. You have to treat... Uh, male patients, you have to treat. I, I don't have to treat any male patients. When who said that I have to treat male patients when treating as a dentist? Is it permissible for a woman to still do dent, dentistry if she tries to avoid this to her best ability? I live in a Muslim country. No, it is not permissible. No, it is not permissible. You know, look, man, the job of the dentist, the dentist is all up in you. The dentist is all over you so how are you going to treat uh, male patients you're gonna every time a male patient is gonna come say mylish I only treat women if you can more power to you if you can't man that's a tough job to have for practicing sisters, it's a tough job to have women who don't care all day they're rubbing against men no problem but if you're fear Allah then you cannot have it as a job now nah. Is it sinful to make Hajj by using tourist visa? Uh, yes, it is sinful. Yes, it is sinful because you're deceiving and you're lying, and a Muslim is never deceiving and lying. You're deceiving and lying the government, lying to the government. that would suffice for today. Zakum la khairan, wa barakallahu fiqum. We'll catch you, inshaAllah, Taala, next week, bi if you all remain alive and healthy yeah turn off the light I think that's nice turn off the light and then we go out oh